2: Hey everybody,
3: welcome back to The Shift. Uh, this week's guest is Casey James-Lango and Courtney McGuinness who are both very good friends of mine, both hysterical comedians and also are married to each other. Um, I knew them when they weren't even dating so it was just amazing to get them on the podcast and they, I put out um, a questions list on my Instagram and uh, a lot of people replied back to it so they answered a lot of people's questions on how to have a healthy marriage and um, All of that sort of stuff. So they they talked about that. They talk about going to therapy, um, and how they keep their sex life spicy. Um, I've never said spicy before, (laughs) but um, yeah. So and before I start this episode, I just want to let you know if you want to sign up to Patreon as usual, that'd be great. Patreon forward slash Shift Podcast. Um, the episodes go up there a week earlier some of the episodes are longer and not this one now because I put the full episode up here just because we only did it for an hour but if it goes over an hour usually um just put the if if we ramble on too much put the longer one on on the patreon and the videos on the patreon as well and I also do a solo app each week where oh like this is so embarrassing but like I would put up a solo episode um about like if i'm like talking about someone i fancy or someone i'm dating or like really personal stuff that a i don't get time to cover with the guests um and b that i'm like i'd be a bit nervous having it out there in the whole podcast universe whereas the patreon i have a bit of control over you know it's it's i know who's signing up to it and stuff like that and it's like private. it feels more private and sometimes i have an issue i'm sure as you all know listeners um with uh the difference between what's private and what's public and I was afraid like especially with my love life that if I'm just like give you know rambling on too much that it you know anybody could listen to it and I would just hate that if I was talking about someone I was dating like very personal that they would listen to it and you know just like know what's up so I kind of like to keep it um that really gossipy stuff for the patreon (laughs) I can't believe this I'm so embarrassed um i had like um a date anyway and i talk about it all in the patreon episode um with a lovely lovely man absolutely lovely and he's been following me for a long time so he um he 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 knows me a bit (laughs) and i woke up when like the morning after i did the episode to him being like "Uh, by the way i actually signed up the patreon and i was like i'm just gonna jump out my window that's it it's done like he signed up at, like, maybe a couple of hours after I had a uh, 45 minute in detail of our fucking date. Like, I, anyway, can't. But I said to him, I was like, I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to anything to me yet. Yeah, and I really appreciate the support. But it's actually kind of like, I use that Patreon just to be, like, a bit more gossipy and about my own private life. So, in turn, I did actually speak at Lent about you. <laughs> in an episode the most recent episode so if you wouldn't mind um, uh, not listening to that like that would that would mean the world to me and he was like no, no of course no I just want to show that I support like what you're doing and everything and I'm like okay yeah that's great now like my best friend was like he fucking definitely listened and if he did like what can I do you know he's not going to tell me now that he did and I said it to him and then I was able to have that conversation of like what's private and public and I was like look I do do this podcast and i do say a lot of my stuff i say more private stuff on the patreon but there'll be still stuff that'll come out in the shift just from talking and he was like honestly i don't care at all once you don't say my address i don't give a shit but anyway i wanted to tell that because i thought that was funny and if he's the one to sign up he can listen to that episode and see why i'm so fucking mortified but um oh my god anyway she's rambled on there for four minutes and uh just enjoy this ep and i'll talk to you at the end I'm just pressing record, so I don't forget.
1: Mm, How are you?
3: Good! Oh, my God, it's
4: so
2: good to see Here's a hug. Hi, how are you? You look adorable. What's going on? Oh, you guys look so happy. You're in your bedroom. Yeah, right. we got the pets behind us. Can you see them? Oh my one? god! Oh my god! It's a, a cat and a
3: dog. Wow! People's ears are going to be really hurt after I just <laughs> <laughs> that okay? just yeah. hyperventilate
2: in their ears about the pets. They're so cute. Oh, what's the dog's name? This is Millie. We
4: don't, we
1: don't know. Oh, it's <laughs> they just wander in. I don't know. Levon yeah, is the cat.
3: Is the cat new, or did you always have the cat?
1: We, oh, we so. found him outside. <laughs> He is Feral. <laughs> hey, get out of the bathroom. All
3: right. Oh, you found him outside, and he came in.
1: Uh, he didn't we come in. Sp- we like <laughs> we rescued him from outside. He didn't, we skipped him. He didn't willingly come. You
3: rescued him. Are You sure he wasn't like happy outside?
1: We don't know. We don't, don't know. know.
2: <laughs> he definitely doesn't seem happy inside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we might just let him back out. I don't know.
3: He's like pawing at the window. <laughs>
1: yeah, he stares out the window all day. But, like,
3: it's <laughs> no. feral cat friends are like starting a rescue mission.
2: <laughs> exactly.
4: It's <laughs> cute.
2: They're just gonna start a GoFundMe against like hipster white people, <laughs> like scooping up all their
4: friends. <laughs> it is sad.
3: Oh, <laughs> that's great. It's so good to see you guys.
4: What, how are you? It's so
2: good to see you. Yeah, what's up? Do you have any pets? What happened? what's new?
3: <laughs> I have no pets, but we were minding a dog for a while and now i'm sad she's gone but she did eat someone's tampon i don't think it was mine because i wasn't on my period and then she did poop it out on the street so oh, boy. yeah you, we were like you. we were like she hasn't pooped for like three days and then my roommate texted me and was like this is why
2: <laughs> i was that's, plugging it
1: up that's tough. that's tough i've done the same thing they look good it gets they computer. look like
3: sweets yeah
1: it's a little treat
3: <laughs> so funny Thanks for doing the podcast. I like was, I basically put out a question on Instagram, like what should I ask a married couple? So there's like a bunch of questions from the listeners that I'll ask you guys at the end. But I think the main thing I wanted to ask you guys is because a lot of people aren't getting married now and you guys did. And so what made you
2: decide to get married? Well, here's a photo of our wedding. Beautiful. yeah we did it real quick um we actually did it before quarantine no one really knew because we just did it with our immediate family mm-hmm. so we did it before we did it we've been married a year now we got married in november of last well, congratulations. year congratulations yeah, Thank and so we, you know, we wanted like all of our family to be there, and it not be a hundred million dollars, and but we were planning on having big wedding parties with like all our Canadian friends and all my my college friends. Uh, we're gonna have a big party in New York, and then that obviously got like canceled and stuff. But we still want to do everything.
1: Yeah. Are you, do you mean why did we get married like in a, in,
2: general?
1: in a bigger sense or like what?
3: Yeah, was it kind of like something like you just liked the notion of it and always wanted to do it as an expert? Yeah. Because bro- bro- I think um, a lot of people our age now are deciding to like wait or like have a fear of making such a commitment.
1: Uh, I knew what no. you meant because of COVID. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, kn- I knew what you meant, but I was just gonna let her talk herself out. I this mean- is <laughs> why you.
3: <laughs> this is why you're such a good husband because you're like, I'll just wait till she finishes. You didn't <laughs>
1: interrupt I her. sounds stupid and
2: superficial.
4: I knew she's gonna get
1: to the point about the parties, but uh I think we love each other, and uh I knew I wanted to marry her as soon as we started dating, and she would yell, yell, not yell, but say sternly that. <laughs> Uh, we should get married mm-hmm. a lot, but I was yeah. gonna do it anyway. But <laughs> so then I just wanted, yeah, I wanted to do it. I think it's cool to be committed. I like the jewelry. We love jewelry. I don't like other fucking. I don't want to let women know, back the fuck up. I'm Don't even talk to me. So that's not true. <laughs> it is it's very true.
3: Even though, isn't it, Apparently, women find men with a ring on their finger very attractive because it shows they can commit. So yeah,
2: well, I, I will find those women. <laughs> okay, anyone listening?
1: <laughs> I haven't found before the ring and after the ring. There still hasn't been a lot of interest. Okay. <laughs> so, so I haven't found that to be true. God bless it. If you want to steal someone's husband, go ahead. Um,
2: I like. I wanted to get married because I want babies. Okay. Easier to have the same health insurance and name and everything. Uh, it. You're
1: married and oh, yeah. you get tax benefits. She and... also has health insurance and pays taxes. So yeah, right and up, he uh, does not.
3: So, really benefited now. you, Casey. <laughs> it's
1: pretty cool. Pretty much 100% me.
3: <laughs> I would love someone yeah, else's nothing. health insurance. That'd be great. I have cheap health insurance, though, so I'm fine. I'm so poor.
2: <laughs> I will yeah, also yeah. marry you if you want. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Come on, man.
3: I'm so you do want to have babies did you say that pretty early on to casey yes,
1: said one of her jokes when I, we were friends for years and one of her the fun times, one of her jokes is give me your baby that's
2: not
4: the punchline. <laughs>
1: what is it say i don't it. remember i'm not gonna
2: repeat
4: that but it's
1: oh, very
2: here's
4: my baby. It's
1: she talked about wanting babies constantly so i knew yeah. that going into it and uh yeah i'm ready let's pump them in there let's get them out let's raise them right <laughs> Next next question.
3: <laughs> Is there gonna be like a horse next to the animal collection? <laughs> yeah,
2: we're gonna have it all. We're gonna move to the woods. <laughs> yeah,
3: it, yeah. Um, that's good. Okay. Well, that sees that's that's the thing for you guys. You had a friendship before, mm-hmm. right? Yes, that before.
2: was very helpful. Very helpful.
3: And how did you go from the friendship to the dating
2: We got Forking. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so you just banged. That's great.
1: We're just hanging around, and then uh, you know we it
2: was one uh, look on the subway that that really started it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one like lingering look, like are we gonna make out right mm-hmm.
4: now? And mm-hmm. then
3: that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love bit. that. I like yeah. the being friends before. I think it makes things easier. Like you knew that Courtney wanted to have babies one day, <laughs> and you mm-hmm. kind of already know each other's backstory a little bit, so it makes it easier.
2: Yeah, and we got we have like similar friend groups, similar like comedy friend group, and we uh, you know, liked each other's comedy and, and understood each other through comedy. I don't know, it just makes makes it a lot easier. They always say like don't date coworkers, which I agree, it's usually turns out very bad. But in our case, I don't know, it, it helps us really I don't know, we just like started already like ten steps ahead of the game, you know?
3: Yeah. And I think more people actually do meet their co-workers because people will be always like to me, oh, don't shit where you eat because I always date bartenders. But bartenders are different. They're all coke heads. So I have to stop doing that.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, comedians like... too.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> a so a it's hard. Comedians. our job place is a bit mad but my <laughs> dad met my stepmom at the workplace and they've like a very successful relationship so yeah
2: my, my mom interviewed with my dad uh that's how they met and they've been married for 30 how old am i 33 they've been married for 33 years okay so
3: your parents have a healthy marriage so you probably saw that as well that helps i think
2: it helps a lot and my older sister has been married for like twelve year ten or twelve years, something like that. And they have a really nice marriage. Casey comes from yeah. a broken home. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone's that's one thing I liked about her is when we went to go visit, like everyone or her family is still married. They still seem to like each other, even though they're all crazy. It's alcohol. It's a lot of fun. It really helps. Uh, the alcohol seems to bind them all together. In my family, <laughs> nobody's married to anyone. Even the people that are together hate each other. So it's nice <laughs> to see somebody come from a different place.
3: I I relate to both because obviously I've seen with my dad and my mom who just like hated each other like just insanely and then my dad and my stepmom who are just like best friends so I've like experienced both but I recently dated someone who just would keep bringing up that he saw like such a bad divorce that was a, a huge fear to ever have a he was like I don't think I'll ever get married and we had a matchmaker on and she said that she had a TikTok where she said Uh, She thinks that kids that come from happy marriages are more likely to like look for green flags in relationships. And then kids that come from divorce marriages are more likely likely to look for red flags that they're kind of like, what's going to go wrong here? Whereas the happy marriage are like, oh, what's going to go right here? So,
2: yeah, yeah, sure. I definitely wouldn't
1: have married him unless I was looking for the green Yeah, flags. i mostly red flags, and she zoomed <laughs> right past and right to the long green one. Um, I uh, yeah, no, my, my parents got divorced when my mom was pregnant with me, so I never even saw it. So, I didn't really wow. have at all. Oh, yeah, usually, I just never,
3: usually parents get married because of the pregnancy well, <laughs> well they like did my family. yeah
1: <laughs> that's true they, they did get married because of the first pregnancy my sister and I was the third one and they're like this is uh, no we're not gonna do it so they got married because of the first one and divorced because of the last one which was me yeah <laughs> I,
2: I had, <laughs> yeah. both my parents were also married before like I'm the their second like I'm a child from the second marriage oh. so like, my sister is my half-sister so I definitely um divorce was a rat, and I think I think almost every single member of my family, except for one, has been divorced. Well, okay. like divorce was definitely around, but my parents really figured it out and and got it together.
1: Yeah, the second marriage usually works. So we're gonna get divorced then and then get, and get married be again. Married to each other, so. <laughs> just uh, to just- make it stick.
3: Well, I was uh, reading uh, Psychology's Day. I always do all this like binge research before doing these episodes. I know. Um, But they were saying in one of the things that an issue for millennials is the long term commitment. Because it's like 70 years, you know, we live so old now, but that uh, an idea was to bring in like renewal marriages. So you're married for two years, like a visa. I still like you. Let's do it again.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. We should do that. I mean, I'll yeah. any excuse to party and make it about me. I'll fucking do it, baby. <laughs> we'll do it every
1: six months. Every six months. We, we, want, we want a new set of knives. We want a,
2: <laughs> Some a, a
1: vacuum. Every six months.
2: That's great. I love yeah, that. No, I
1: think it's fine. I don't know. All these people floating around. I think being in New York City made me want to get married more. I just see all these people that are fucking like forty five, being like, "I don't think I can settle down." I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, you're a loser. Just fucking find somebody to put up with you. And
2: shut up." I also.
4: So, yeah,
1: I, don't
2: know. I mean, I'm. I mean, you've lived in New York for a while too, Katie. But I, I moved to New York when I was eighteen, so I dated so many people like so many different types of how dare you you know but like I dated so many different types of New York people like I tried to go out on dates with like businessmen that did not go well you know like I I feel like as soon as I started dating Casey it was like oh there's no question also we started dating when i he was already in his 30s and i was in my late 20s all right <laughs> and so i feel I, like we're already like i don't understand i couldn't imagine anybody better than him
1: like he's you sweet. couldn't imagine that's I crazy mean... <laughs> <laughs> you have a bad imagination <laughs> holy shit i was trying so to, to be fucking you. sweet no, or whatever
2: yeah. oh, you guys i love this <laughs>
3: No, I think you're right, Courtney. I'm like, I've done the same. I've dated every single different type of person. And also, in the research that was looking today, they were saying the best age to get married is between 28 and 32. So you guys did do it, right? I Thank think. I, think.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know. You were 30. I just, yeah,
2: just.
1: Missed the
3: cutoff. Yeah, but you're probably like <laughs> in your brain, you were 32. Okay. In my yeah, brain, exactly. I'm like 14.
1: He's a young soul.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's something interesting, too, that if we're talking psychology here, because we went to couples therapy when we first started dating, just, you know, because we're both crazy. And, um, you know what? Um, our couples therapists, <laughs> like helped us realize that like when you are really attracted to some person, a lot of times it's because your traumas align perfectly with Mm. each other. So you think that the other person is going to like heal you. So like in our case, it's very obvious. Like I went through puberty really, really young and he went through it really, really late. So we like perfect. We had the same insecurities in completely different ways. Mm. You know what I mean? So it like bonds us, but it also like makes us insane and fight all the time.
3: No, I completely understand what, what you mean, because since doing this podcast, I've realized, oh, I like date people who are kind of like my mother, if that makes sense, because I want to fix them a little bit, you know, yeah. like because I couldn't fix her, which is like sick. I'm like, oh, stop banging your mom. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's so
3: annoying.
1: It's I think it's, it's pretty cool, I want to just say.
3: But it's also like every time I date a new guy, the more tra- like a nice guy, I'm like not attracted to it, and the more they're like, I've got all these issues. I'm like, yeah, and I can see it. I'm like, what's wrong with me? But
1: I'm a nice guy with a lot of issues. So mm-hmm. it's, I get I get both angles and I get in your brain and you're like, he's pretty nice, but he's fucking crazy. And then you're locked in, baby, It's too late.
3: But so you guys fight. Tell me more about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Katie. What we, do you know? Know. we haven't in a while. We haven't
2: in a while. We really, we worked through a lot of it. But uh-huh. when we started dating, because also we are out doing comedy shows. We both like to drink. We like to get fucked up. And, so then one like thing would trigger it. And next thing you know, I'm smashing glasses. You know, it was.
1: My glasses. I can't see. I'm blind. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> like whiskey glasses. Oh, whiskey glasses. Yeah. And yeah, we fought a lot. Like mm-hmm. we would have an epic fight like once a week when we first like fell in love. And then that went to like once every other week. Mm-hmm. And then once a month. And now it's like every couple months.
1: Every yeah. couple months. It's Get passion, that. you know. It's called passion. It's called passion. Look it up. <laughs>
3: wait but what what made you decide to go to couples therapy like I think most couples if they were fighting they might be like you know especially early on they might break up what re- was the thing that you guys were like let's work on this like and how long were you dating when you decided to go on couples therapy
1: it's a couple of years was it like two years
2: uh, maybe a year and a half maybe oh, I
1: don't know. so
3: you were dating a while okay
2: a makes-
1: while we just tell we really liked each other and the things we were fighting about were like clearly just like mental problems with both of us and we could clearly see it but it didn't stop it so we're like we're clearly in love but we're both insane so mm-hmm. let's like talk to somebody who can and there's yeah. a third party because we yeah. can't figure this out
2: fighting in the same exact circle and nothing would get resolved and then it'd be the same exact circle so then i was like all right we need someone else to help us stop having the same fucking fight every week you know i
3: love that you've made the choice to go to therapy i think most people won't even go to the therapy themselves never mind in a
1: couple mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, no, we go to a lot of therapy we love, in this we love household, that. both the pets, all we're all in therapy. We get leave-ons <laughs>
1: three times a week, yeah, very expensive.
4: <laughs> no.
2: no, we go to a lot of therapy, I mean, yeah. that's like, I... Uh, was a person who was like always uh, happy all the time and I was always like everything's fine in life I was like very like cool and then but I would get so fucking fucked up all the time and I was doing coke all the time and drinking all the time and then when I started doing comedy I was like oh I was like around other people you know like a lot of comedians uh, talk about mental health or go to therapy and so I was around all these people and I was like oh maybe I should go to therapy and then I was like oh shit you know I was like uh, the floodgates open Mm-hmm, and yeah. he goes too you know?
1: yeah we also both just love to talk about ourselves so. yeah that's true, true. <laughs> you just let it out uh well, yeah that's,
3: that's great as well and i think with i have never been to therapy but i will it's on my to-do list because i have to All go right. get to
4: it get, get to, to it, it Katie. Katie. tonight <laughs> yeah. I,
3: I want a husband and i want to have a baby one day i've just decided this in the pandemic and if i keep dating the way i'm dating it's not gonna happen so i need to go to a therapist but i was thinking for a lot of people are like positive, like you, Courtney, we're like, we're fine. But in our brain, we're like, we're not. Um And I think a therapist is nice because I think like for me, I hate sharing my problems with like my friends because I'm like, oh, I don't want to be burdening them. But I think that I- a therapist would be great because you're like, I'm paying you.
4: Exactly.
2: You're like, I gave you $75. Mm. You have to listen to me. <laughs> oh, you know? that's so much money. Okay. It's very expensive. But trust me, it will is like... You don't have to go every week and go every other week and go once a month. It's like you really, you have to do it. And especially because I know you, you're very cheerful. I I, I very much deeply recognize that and like not burdening your friends. But then when I, like when we started dating, I would just burden him with all of it. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, you don't want to leave me. I suck your dick, (laughs) you know but yeah therapy is is the most helpful thing
1: in the whole yeah. world yeah i had to go my friends specifically told me i had to stop telling them my problems so i was like <laughs> i need somebody i need somebody else they said i could not hear you talk about this anymore so
3: <laughs> that's what my friends breaking. say when i'm dating someone they're like uh oh, you gotta just you just gotta break up or stop talking about it and yeah I'm yeah. Like, are, you,
1: you really are you
3: dating someone now like in in the pandemic no no i was and i ended it with him and um every time I hear myself talk about it on the podcast when I go to edit I'm like oh my god stop talking about this man yeah, <laughs>
4: okay yeah.
3: we'll move on, we'll move on. so um yeah he's like like I was just so attracted to him but it was one of those things where I was like I have to do the right thing for once and not we were just like unhealthy but um or we would have been I could see it you know I was like mm-hmm. doing a preemptive but when you were saying about the. Oh, oh, see as well. That's why I've always wanted a partner, and I just realized it this week. Cause I, I want someone to be able to fall apart in front of him, be like, "This is all the shit that happened to me," and like, that's not healthy either. So that yeah, no, it's
1: fine. she does it all the time.
4: I, I love it.
2: I can't help it. But it's <laughs> nice, but it's also like, um, I, I don't know. It, uh, uh, first, people like us, like what we're talking about, when we hold everything inside, it's like the only thing that's truly healing. He doesn't even have to say anything back. I just have to be like, oh, my God, everything in my life is horrible. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it's it's better. It feels better. Mm-hmm. Instead of me like holding it all in and drinking and blacking out. You know, that's also fun. But.
3: <laughs> well, that's the benefits of like a long term or like a marriage, because, you know, then you can fall apart and they'll be like, oh, come on. It's OK. Yeah,
1: yeah. Not gonna... I do it all the time. too. I cry. She's seen me cry so many times. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands, probably <laughs> at this point. So, and she still is around. So, yeah. I cried yesterday. We've cried almost every day for the best. Like, mom, something's going on in the house. I don't know
2: what
4: it is. It's, it's
1: a pandemic.
2: It's okay. It's okay. Oh it's okay. The moon and
1: the, the, moon. And the
2: pandemic. Yeah. All of it. It's too much. And and Disney, Pixar, Soul, Soul. all of that. Oh,
3: <laughs> I haven't seen it. I'm afraid to watch it alone. I'll probably cry. Yeah. Uh, you, can, you can
2: video chat us and we'll cry together. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
3: also my stepmom said that you know the tears are a stress reliever so they like I'm um uh, they, when their tears come out they have like stuff inside them that stop you being stressed and it's like and it washes your eyes I remember one oh time this god. guy I was working for he screamed at me and he was screaming at me for like 30 minutes and I started crying and he was like oh now you're crying he's like oh what am I like I can't I, can't, I just try to have like a conversation with you and you're crying and I was like it's a stress reliever if you're going to stress <laughs> me out the tears will come out to relieve the stress oh
1: my god I oh could imagine god. seeing someone crying and be like oh you're crying <laughs> 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 like, oh no Oh,
4: what did I do? Uh, right.
1: yeah. it's So like moistens the skin. That's why you guys look so great. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> Because we cry every day. My men look like shit. We hold it in and women look beautiful.
3: It is funny when you do like have a good cry and then afterwards you're like, oh, I feel so much better. Like it makes it. Yeah. Men should cry more. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Like a lot of people disagree lighter, with it. You know? <laughs> a lot of people that know me <laughs> disagree with that. But uh, I, I I tear up. I, I I have like two or three like good hard cries a year, probably. But... Like
4: like when I'll,
1: I'll shed a single tear, like a like a Native American looking at uh what name that, that commercial? The tra- litter. litter. Anyway, that's a reference you might not She's get. You're Irish. from a different country. You're from a different country. <laughs> no, it's an old commercial. It just out of racist one said it, but.
2: It's good. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh
1: no, where's going? the look in your face. It's a commercial from the '80s. Somebody litters. He's a Native American or indigenous person, and he sheds a single tear. Yeah, go
2: ahead and edit that
1: one out. (laughs) No, leave it in. I want the people to know. I want them to know. And
2: and so,
3: Casey, did you always want to have kids as well?
1: Yeah, I guess. I think I I like kids a lot. They're fun. I think I'd be a cool dad. Uh, I've got a lot of wisdom to impart
2: Uh, WWE wisdom. (laughs) I want someone to watch wrestling
1: with. I think I went back and forth. It was weird because I was like, I think I would be a good dad. But then I look at my family and I'm like, this doesn't need to continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no one here has done anything good for the world. So I'm like, this might just be like a cursed gene pool. But uh, I think it'd be a lot of fun. We'll try it out. If you don't like it, we'll. Toss it in the ocean.
3: Give it to the cats.
1: <laughs> yeah, was, I the cat. I, <laughs> the
3: cat. and I like what you said about the kind of being in new york and everybody like the guys who are like 45 and don't want to commit and they're like oh I, I like that you were like nah, just find someone who makes you happy
4: and
1: well it was annoying i was dating here too and i've been in like long-term relationships most of my life and then this is my first time like dating and it just like sucked i'm like i'm just like fighting with people i barely know i'm just like making people sad all the time <laughs> i'm like this is terrible i hate it uh i was like i don't know how to like just be i didn't know how to be like one of those guys that just like uh,
4: you know, Fuck.
1: fucks i guess yeah, casual
4: <laughs> Me of, like, neither.
1: Props, like, i'm fucking out of here i like i just wanted to hang out and then it's just too much stress and then i fell in love with the perfect woman and bing bang boom here we are on the Zoom.
3: <laughs> i love it i looked up um so eight things happily married couples do differently and um, can i read them out and see if you did them He's new. <laughs> yeah, Casey's no, face. not.
1: I, I want to hear.
3: <laughs> okay, good conflict management skills. Do you guys have that?
1: I think we've developed we've it over developed time. It. We definitely didn't before. No, not but.
2: at first. At first, it would everything would explode.
1: But
2: yeah, but
1: yeah, yeah. I think we have worked on that a lot. We've definitely we've worked. On that. I think we're kind of <laughs> opposite. She's kind of more. She when she gets mad, she's like, rrr, rrr, and I'm just like. And that seems seemed like pissed her off more. So unless I would get mad and like reach this. So then like then everything would balance out. So I think we both want to like meet each other in the middle a little more. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, but that's obviously two of you. Like, so I can see where Courtney's coming from, where it might seem like you don't care if you're not getting angry. Whereas for you... Yeah. You're showing you care by not getting angry. I've had that (laughs) so much because like I would have seen so much anger from like my my first parent relationship. Now my dad, Mm -hmm. my second mom, they're just chill. But so I was like, oh, if I'm ever dating someone, I won't ever show anger. But then to them, they'd be like, you don't care. And I'm like, no, this is me caring.
1: Yeah, yeah, I just, it yeah. uh, takes, well, uh, yeah, I just tried to, I was like, we both can't be screaming, someone's going to call the cop. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, it has to sound like a woman screaming a lot.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, the next one is respect each other, which you obviously do.
4: hmm
3: Yeah. Um, and then support your dreams and fears. And I think the dreams one is good because you're both comedians and you both have to support each other. Did you find that
2: stressful? Or ever compare each other to each other's comedies? Yes, <laughs> I can. do this. I, Yes, it's very, it's very hard sometimes. But because Casey's, he's on TV. He's years you know, ago. Years now. ago. But he's, he's, you know, and it's hard because I'm still like working full-time and doing comedy at night where he's doing comedy full-time already and especially if you want to have kids I'd like to also be doing comedy full-time so yes some it can't act like it's like all perfect I think the good outweighs the bad but in my uh worse my worser moments my my tougher moments I uh definitely struggle with comparing myself to him and being jealous it's hard we want the yeah.
1: same things. We want the same yeah. things. And it's tough because she has, she's got like a good job, but she doesn't like it. And I'm like a comedian who, ma- make money as a comedian is <laughs> barely making money a lot of times. <laughs> so, you know, uh, she's like the more successful financially. and th- So it, it balances out. We've all got to We're all, we're so. all insecure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like even... <laughs> Even with comedians, you know, I know, I've known comedians who, like, one of them, he got, like, a Netflix special and still wasn't happy. And it's like,
2: for fuck's sake.
1: Nobody's happy. Nobody's yeah. happy. No. It's just, All right. yeah. It's
2: so hard to, like, put yourself out there constantly. And people be like, eh. <laughs> and, then you're
1: yeah. like,
2: and after, like, 10 years of doing that, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah it's tough. You also just need to look at it, like it's what we're just putting it putting what we like out into the world and if people like it that's great and if not it's we're, we're not going to be happy not doing it so we have yeah. to keep doing it and whatever you got to do to make money you, you do it
1: yeah and putting stress that's what it is like I used the only time I started I started getting really miserable in comedy is like when I started to get some kind of success because then I started putting a lot of pressure on myself before then I was just like goofing around with my friends and having a good time and then it's like, oh, I need more. And I was like, and then I just got fucking miserable. So now if you watch Disney's Soul, they talk about this a lot. <laughs> where I'm it's excited. you just gotta enjoy the ride. And it's not about accomplishing you know some next, bullshit special, you know? thing that's not even gonna make you happy. You just gotta enjoy it for the sake of it. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I agree with you completely. I I always think that for me doing comedy, I'm way happier person than I wasn't doing it. And even if I don't make it what else would I be doing at night? Like I, yeah. that's my social life. I get to create something and see if it works. The only thing is like money is the stressful thing, but I'm just hoping I get like a rich husband and wow. I can just do what I do and mind the kid during the day. But no, but money I think is the huge stressor and the pusher to be like, for me, that's the only reason why I, I want to make it. I don't care about the fame or the popularity or all of that shit. I just... Not even make it. For me, making it will be not worrying about getting two takeaways in a week and not being like, I right. should really mm-hmm. saving for because we just it's just so we just don't know. We might get one gig and then it could be months. Oh, oh, oh. Exactly. anyway, love what we do. Love what we do. Great <laughs> yeah, life choices.
1: Literally. It is though. It is. Oh, and oh God, I could go on forever about this. But
2: yeah.
3: Yeah. And it's also, I suppose, even with you, Casey, probably the more success you got, the more so for or what you were saying as well, Courtney, about like we're just putting out what we like. But now on the Internet, and especially in the pandemic, there's more people who are like on the Internet. So they're like writing mean things. And it's like you don't have oh, to yeah. like us. You can just you can just yeah. leave it be. So I think for us, you're yeah. fighting that, too. You're like, I'm doing what I love and trying to ignore People yeah. being like, "I hate
1: your face." You're like, okay, "It's yeah. very tough." I yeah, I used to re- I read all the comments on all my videos. I can't. They say you're not good. I can't stop it. And it used to really like make me upset. And now it's just like the meaner some the meaner thing someone says, the funnier I find it. And yeah. people call me like Post Malone all the time, and they <laughs> say like they always say like they're always like, "Is he bleeding from his mouth?" And they're like, you can barely understand him. He sucks." And just like the meaner it gets, the funnier I find it. Now I don't know. I have like Stockholm syndrome. Myself. I do think
3: the better you're, you do, uh-huh. you're doing, though, the meaner the comments you'll get. So if you ever like uh-huh. mega famous, it's going to you won't even see it then. But I do think that's kind of with comedy.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. People are just on the yeah, internet I'm happy. are just,
2: They're horrific. Happy. They're just horrific. Over the holidays, I stayed offline for the most part for like almost two weeks. It, this is the most present and happy I've felt in so long. But then like you got to be online to promote your stuff. So that's yeah. tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Oh,
3: same page with uh, money.
2: <laughs>
1: I, why, why, what do you mean? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, think it, I think it was alluding to the, that you have the same um, values with money because let's say for if you were dating someone who likes to spend it a lot or like uh, some couples will have separate bank accounts because they're like, I want to keep my money independent. So just having this being on the same page with those type of things.
2: I think we are. I, mean, I think we, so. neither of us, we're very live for today people. So I don't think we'll ever buy a house or anything like that because we just spend our fucking money when we have it and then we'll just make more. We're both, we'll we're both, we're both we have the same attitude towards money.
1: We'll figure it out. Yeah, the I same think. attitude. She's got way more of it than me. <laughs> like, most it. <laughs> like most I'm of Like most of it. I'm still
2: working in the pandemic. Yeah. So it's like I'm the only one with a paycheck right now. I've so. got, I've
1: got no job and, uh, Anything like that. But like, I've never, I've always had no money. So, like, I've never had, yeah, I've never had money. So, I don't <laughs> really care about it. So. It's, I don't like, need anything as long as I can like, eat a sandwich and uh, hang out, whatever. I used to sleep on a yoga mat. We have a nice bed. And, uh, and With a cat
3: and... cleaning his iris in the back. Come on,
4: yeah, literally, hey. he's hey. cleaning
2: his asshole. <laughs> so I'm so embarrassed. Oh my <laughs> God, he's looking like, he's literally <laughs> looking like, <laughs> what? Why are you judging me? The face! I like, excuse you for. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Katie, I am so sorry. About this. Leave on,
1: that's in the spot. <laughs> no,
3: no. i love him is he a boy he's a boy he's a boy
1: yeah,
4: yeah. He's a boy.
3: see okay and then how many oh wait then there was independent life too uh do you let the other person have an independent life
4: Scott. yeah, yeah. that's both.
3: really yeah. important because i think some couples can get like over consumed with each other and then be like i needed my friend and i haven't talked to my friend in seven months
4: I'm sure
2: you've had that. Like we both have had friends. Like as soon as they get a girlfriend or boyfriend, it's like they're gone, and we always talk about it. It's so annoying. Like I have my. I went to college in New York, so I hey, Millie, how you doing? And so I still have all my college friends here. Like. I've worked different jobs in New York. I have all those friends, and then we have mutual comedy friends, and he's got his own, like, wrestling groups that he hangs out with. Like, we definitely... Not have.
1: groups. One group. It's not... Okay. I'm not multiple wrestling He's groups. got
2: his wrestling pals.
1: We're <laughs> not, like, wrestling each other. We're watching wrestling. I don't know if that's more or less
2: embarrassing. <laughs> both of <very> them <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, and we also doing comedy. We both had like, Separate things to do at night yeah. and, like, had our own social lives. so... Yeah.
2: That's yeah. super important. And I'm going pri- to... Fairly
4: independent
3: person, yeah, Uh, me too. I gotta have my own space.
1: Mm -hmm. It takes a secure person as well to realize that. Mm,
2: We're not, we're not (laughs) the we're
4: We're very
1: insecure, (laughs) but we've balanced it out,
3: (laughs) yeah. But I think you can be like, I just did the attachment theory test a while ago, and have you guys heard that? Yeah, so I was like. Equal all of it. I was like, "What is going on? I'm a mess." But yeah. you know, so I was like, "38 secure," but then like a mess in the rest. There was like, nah. "to t- avoidant and fearful, anxious." So I was like, "Oh,
1: yeah, I, I have all that. I think I'm I'm more of that than her, which is a problem. I
2: need other people to like me to fill the deep hole in my heart. So I'm very social."
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: No, I get that too. I think, yeah, but I also get your thing too. I'm like a f- yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah, multiple
3: personalities. So <laughs> I'm, I'm like very like I need you when I need you, but I need you to fuck off when I don't, and that's very mm-hmm. hard for people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I'm usually communicative. That's I just different.
4: also
3: date the people who have the opposite things, so ah, oh, it's a mess. Anyway, a mess.
1: None of it makes sense.
3: Um, Friendship, which you guys have uh, clearly. And that's another thing as well. Like, I think the best advice that my aunt ever gave me was make sure whoever you marry is your friend because, like, obviously the sex will come and go, but you're like, you want to make sure you like them.
1: Who's not, who's marrying people they don't like? <laughs> so, <laughs> many
2: people, so
1: many that's people crazy. in the world marrying people
2: yep. that don't like.
3: But sometimes you could just fall for someone because the sex is so good. And then you think you like them. And then when you stop having as much sex, you're like, oh, this person's a horrible person
1: yeah sure Mm, sure but i think everyone's been there not many no. (laughs) (laughs) have
3: have you been able to keep up this have you been able to keep up the sex in the in the in the marriage
1: well well we kept when we started dating i'm not saying no like when we started (laughs) when we started dating we're having sex like eight times a day which is not sustainable it's, and it's like, start,
2: when it started, that was it was months. too much. We, I could barely walk, like, a, was, for like a year,
1: it was doing that. She was all fucked up, my dick was raw. There's yeah, no it was no good <laughs>
2: when we started. But then but, uh, we have sex all the time, but it's yeah. not like that. It's not like when we first started dating, it was like a mental illness, it, yeah. like it was like insane. We, like,
1: we were on drugs, <laughs> we were on drugs, <laughs> we were on drugs.
2: <laughs> it was like, oh, well, we we're, on <laughs> we were on a lot of drugs, but, <laughs> but it felt like bath songs, uh, like, was, was
4: yeah.
1: So it's balanced out, but then you know you gotta there's gonna be there's periods where somebody is not feeling great, you know, like dips and I think the longer you go, the more you figure it out. If you don't have sex for like a week, you know you're not to panic. I
4: don't you know, know if we've ever I've gone done. a week. Maybe but... not
1: a week, but a couple of days. Sure. You know, i freaked out before I after like, oh she doesn't like me anymore, but now I can figure it out. I'm like, oh, she just hasn't showered.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> true,
4: right she man. refuses
1: to which I'm cool with, but she's not. <laughs>
2: That was last night.
1: <laughs> I know. All
3: right. And does the sex get better the longer you're together?
2: Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, I'm a lady, so you know how we do it. You know, you need time and yeah. it, you know, consistency and figuring things out with somebody else. So for me, it's always gotten better. It's yeah. It's just,
1: just like, whew. I think it's better. I always, I like, you know, feeling more comfortable with people. It's not a reason I don't like dating. When if you're, I'm just like you're a stranger. Don't I don't, don't look at me naked, please. <laughs> I like this is very uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know you. I hate no, it it's I hate so it. true. I hate it so much. So yeah, the more comfortable I am, definitely, it's way better. Sex very cool.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great, and I think that's something that people don't like. So the likes of us three are all very similar in that regard. Like we need to get comfortable and the more comfortable, the better it gets. Um, but so for other people who have like commitment issues, they don't realize that actually if you commit, there's all these benefits, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's mm-hmm. the best. It doesn't take me like an
2: hour and a half to figure out how to come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. I it's like, I don't know. Call me crazy.
3: I like to come. What are you gonna Call do? Me too. I miss coming so
4: much. <laughs> Pretty cool. Like I'm
3: still coming myself, but the sex with the last guy I was seeing was like amazing. So I miss that sex. And then I watched Bridgerton, and I was like, "What am I being nagged by the show? That's <laughs> so good. Who who would let that show happen in a pandemic when we can't go out and like have?
1: I don't know. I'll, all I've heard about the show is that people fuck a lot. So i was thinking about watching it. Yeah,
3: yeah episode. It's not to like episode four or five there's one of my friends was texting me he's a guy and he i anyway i told i told him not to watch it i was like it's not for you but i was just talking about how steamy it is and he was he's watching it and he's like episode four and he's like there's no sex yet and i'm like just wait and then he was like oh never mind
4: never mind (laughs) (laughs) um
3: and then the last two things were everything is temporary so when you guys fight you realize do you realize like fuck this isn't forever we're not gonna break up we're just having a moment
2: exactly.
4: yeah we get over it.
2: Uh, that was the uh, that was the couple's therapy too like when we first started dating it was like oh, we. i think we fought so intensely because we were like you can't leave me you know everything's so heightened but yeah now we're it's there's no way he's not gonna fill out paperwork
1: There's no way I would ever do that. I'm not doing it. You
2: won't even even fucking text our landlord about Ah, a
1: fucking door. I did have to do that. have to Call a lawyer. I
2: do
1: have to text them.
2: Did it
3: feel different when you signed the paperwork at the marriage place? Uh, It was like City Hall or something or wherever you guys
2: did it. I think, I don't know. It was was exciting. It was definitely cute. We were like, oh my God, we're like getting married. (laughs) You know? And like, it was really special, but I didn't, I don't think you feel that different. But we were also like, already living together had a whole ass life together it's like nothing really changed but yeah but it is i don't know it's your heart flutters for sure i think it's very special
1: i mean he did clearly didn't give a shit yeah, i but. don't know i already felt like we were married and i felt like we but we, as soon as we started dating i feel like we knew that we yeah. were gonna be together so well you know, i
3: whatever. think that's a great thing for people to hear sorry i cut you off at the end yeah no oh. it's all
1: right that's it, that's it. <laughs>
3: I think that's a great thing for people to hear because um, you know, I'm sure people's fears with committing is that things will change and you'll fit into these like boring schedules. But like for you guys, you're like, ah, oh, this is the same, happy.
1: Yeah. Well, you I'm might. Scared. Things are gonna change. Who knows? I could die tomorrow. I might. I'm not very healthy. So <laughs> whatever. Just ride it out. Who cares?
3: The last thing was that. They're optimistic, have fun, and laugh. On which you guys have been the whole podcast, you laughed the whole a time.
1: Of funny, plenty of laughs.
3: I want your love. I want your love.
1: Mm-hmm. You'll find it, Katie. Just yeah. quit dating bartenders, they're bad people. Never.
3: I know. And the last guy was wait for it, a DJ.
1: Oh, God, baby. Katie, no. you're making bad decisions. What are you, me
2: in nah. 2008? What nah. are you talking about? <laughs> That's listen bad. i also used to really love cocaine but you can't do it you can't <laughs> do it i've never had
3: cocaine
1: you're dating bartenders and djs you've never had cocaine <laughs> the only
3: to date them. I, don't know. I don't know i just feel like if if i did it i'm so hyper on booze could you imagine if i did cocaine i'd be just crawling the, the walls
2: Honestly, mm-hmm. it seems like it would be kind of fun for at least yeah. the night. But I don't want to pressure you. <laughs> but she... if you do it, I want to be
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen her do it and pass out immediately. So it's exactly like, yeah, she's yeah. very strange. Yeah. Anyway, I can we don't sleep we, through anything. We, we don't do it anymore. We don't no, do coke,
3: bro. <laughs> no coke. Okay, I want to ask you some questions that people wrote in. The people, the people. Okay, how you already answered that. Kind of. Someone asked, how often do they have sex? I think that's a big fear for people, that the sex will
2: start.
1: Yeah, it goes up and down. We've been banging a lot, at least yeah. at least once a day for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. But sometimes it'll be, sometimes it'll twice, be like, like once a week.
2: Once or twice like, a week. And it sometimes and it just depends, like, what we're doing. If I'm, a, you know, if I'm bloated, <laughs> how, did we buy ice cream this week? Are we physically ill? Like, you know,
1: mm-hmm. it goes up
2: and down. But I would say pretty consistently, three times
4: a week probably on average i
1: guess that's you
2: good. and you
3: never needed to spice it up you never needed to be like well i'm gonna put on stockings or i don't know uh, oh yeah, oh,
2: yeah. we love that shit up. we do role play stockings the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah you do tell us about that that's amazing well, I love lingerie. That's my day job. I design underwear, you know? Yeah. So I, I have a bunch of lingerie and it's like, I don't know, it makes me get more in the mood too. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've done some role play. That's been, I mean, before the pandemic, we would like meet at a bar after a show pretend we don't know each other. That's a lot of fun. I love the stripper one. That's my favorite. Put on stripper. some Beyonce and mm-hmm. I'll just like dance on him. It's a lot of fun.
4: Very yeah.
1: cool.
2: I love that. And what about you, Casey? What do you do?
1: I just come.
3: <laughs> you don't come in dressed as like a fireman or I like. I don't a dress up.
1: I don't think she would like it. I'm not as good an actor as she is, so
4: <laughs> I got, like,
1: I go along with it certain, but I can't like. Even talking is hard for me Dude, with not having sex.
2: I remember one time we were like started like mm-hmm. a role play when we were out, and we just like halfway through we were just like into it, and then we were both just like can we just stop this
4: right yeah. now? Like, what are we I
1: just started making to? it weird. And we I was like,
2: like, going in weird
1: directions. I'm not thinking it's hard. So I'm there and I'm like, I'm usually just the guy that this is happening to. That's my role. <laughs> That's,
2: That's great. That's a great role.
3: Yeah. Um. Another person asked, well, I don't want to ask that question. No, I'm um, yeah. um, Oh, and I've already asked that one. Sorry. That's
1: the one you don't want to ask. We, don't, we won't answer it. If we don't.
3: Okay. Okay. But don't do any facial expressions. Is your partner the best sex you've ever had? Absolutely.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Great. Great answer. <laughs> 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 That's insane.
4: Yeah. Of course. Well, because
3: there was another woman on the podcast once who said that her partner isn't the best sex she ever had. The best oh. sex was some like random one night stand guy, but like would have never been someone she could have been with.
2: Mm. i've heard that before from like friends definitely but also it always outwit, you know it i this is the best sex i've ever what are had you stop, gonna, what are you about to say look. but i'm saying like even that one night stand that was great but like i'm sure if you had sex like oh, with that person every single day for a year it wouldn't be that fucking great so what are you like, talking about I'm, not, I'm saying with not friends, her one right. night stand, the girl I'm talking
1: no, about. No, she's, no, she's no, talking I'm about herself. Not. Cut okay. the interview.
3: Here we go. First you guys audience. storm out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Next question. <laughs> um, well, you kind of answered this one. Are you settled and happy you decided to marry? Which you basically have said on the podcast. Ooh, is snoring or sharing a bed been an issue?
2: hmm i yeah. snore she snores a lot <laughs> a lot and i'm sorry but i don't know what to do about it and he has trouble sleeping but yeah. lately we've been doing some like sleep stories and yeah. meditations that helps
1: it helps you have a very big bed the snoring doesn't keep me up i just have trouble sleeping anyway she's like she's a very heavy sleeper which is one of my favorite things about her honestly sleep. <laughs> Cause she just passes out and then she has no idea what's going on. I can do whatever the hell I want, it's awesome. Um, he
2: watches wrestling all night. Sometimes I'll like wake no. up in the middle of the night and he's watching like the best of whatever, The Undertaker mm. or something. And I'm like, Oh god, and I immediately can go back yeah.
1: to sleep. So it's been good. I've been having like night terrors recently where I just like start flailing around and stuff. Like, <laughs> I was punching the floor the other night and I got blood, I woke up with blood all over my hand. Anyway, so that's starting to become a problem. I don't know what's going on there. He, uh, t- he
4: kicks me. I
1: kick her sometimes. I don't know. I'm going to have to like put myself in a sleeping bag. It's freaky. <laughs> this has just started recently. It's very terrifying. They're so that saying- might... The what? That might become an issue. We'll see.
3: They're saying, though, that that's I have... Experienced night terrors ever since I was 18 on and off, but um, they saying more people are having it with COVID, but like, so just let's say the pandemic is like very stressful because it's usually stuff to do with like PTSD or stress, so it's it could be just the pandemic,
2: maybe we'll I see get out so. I, I think so,
1: uh, yeah. I hope it and adds, then you got some
2: demons in there, and then I try to burn sage around it's them but so spooky. far
1: it hasn't taken the demons are still in there, baby, <laughs> they're having a party. <laughs>
3: Well, that's good. Yeah, I remember I was like hooking up with someone who snored really bad and I had to leave in the middle of the night. I was like, I can't. Or actually the last guy I was saying he would snore so bad when he was drinking, but I made a video out of it.
4: <laughs> oh, that's that's
3: I put it on my Patreon. He was like, put it on your Patreon. It's fine. I don't mind if they see my face. Um, but it's hilarious. He's just that's like, great. Great. It, I, had, I had to build like a whole fort so that he because if he's on his side, he stop snoring but because oh, he was yeah. so drunk he wouldn't get on his side so i had to build like a whole
2: fort with pillows and i made him <laughs> on his
4: side. Yes, right.
1: <laughs> problem management good you, job you
2: need to start like merchandising that like marketing that can be your um your uh, merch it's just like a body pillow that keeps like drunk men stay that's on pretty side. Smart.
1: that's a good thing <laughs> yes. I get that.
3: the drunk man wall. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. exactly. That's pretty brilliant. That's and it can come
4: with
2: earplugs for a lady.
4: For a lady. <laughs>
2: Or for Casey,
4: or yeah. For Casey, or whoever. You know, I, I <laughs> feel bad when
2: I snore so bad, but also like
4: it's cute. I
2: don't, I don't have trouble sleeping, so whatever he does, I can go back right back to sleep. So that, yeah,
3: that's cool. good. That is good because it is annoying when you're dating someone. They're like, "Don't move, don't move." Like you're like, "Oh, oh
1: yeah, no, that'd, that'd be terrible." Oh. Yeah,
2: yeah, we used to sleep in a full size bed, and he's six foot four, and I'm not. Petite, and then we have a dog, because so we were sleeping on a full oh, size yeah, bed, all of us. So I'm like, if we could get through that time in our life, then I think we're good.
3: Yeah. What do you have now? A queen or a king?
2: Got a king, it's maybe. A, Look it's at a that. It's a big head. boy. Look at that. We specifically yeah. found an apartment that we could fit a king size bed. <laughs> and that yeah. was our right. uh, yeah. We're That's still great. fucking away
1: from each other at night. It's That's awesome. Right. Yeah.
2: Highly <laughs> recommend. <it. laughs>
3: yeah no the, i dated a tall guy uh and he couldn't stay in my bed because as you can see it's very small and no, he would boy. wake up multiple yeah. times during the night because he was like my feet are out i'm not comfortable i'm yeah, never coming yeah. over again
1: you got learn to deal with it i you can sleep on whatever you just i curl up in a ball i can sleep wherever long yeah.
3: time. Uh... <laughs> okay so an, uh, another listener asked what advice do you give for single people for example what should they be looking for in a partner
4: Mm.
2: OK, my first advice when you just for single people is don't stress about meeting someone, because when I think back, I was single not exact for probably like eight years in New York city. And I never had a boyfriend for eight years. And I feel like I stressed so much. Like I'm never gonna find anybody. Like I'm gonna be alone forever. And if I could go back and be like, you'll find the man of your dreams and everything will work out. I wish so badly I could have those years back and all that stress for no reason. So no, but, if he, stress. but
1: if you didn't go through those eight years and you would have be with some businessman. No, you never met that, me. I'm
2: saying that like I stress it so much out. about finding the right guy did, instead yeah. of just enjoying the time of like yeah. these ridiculous stories I have from dating these idiots. Mm-hmm. You know? So
4: mm-hmm. well,
3: that's what Julie J and Esther Steinberg said when they were on the podcast as well, that they wish. But I think it's just hard because it's always hindsight, right?
2: Oh, it's always hindsight, yeah. But I would also say you got it. It's like what RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love someone else? Can and I get an amen. amen? You got to work on yourself. You got oh, to work inside, like, like exactly like you're saying, like you always go for the guys because of your own trauma or your own experiences. Like just work on yourself and they will come. Also, I never got a boyfriend like a serious relationship until I started comedy. And I really think it's because I was so happy in doing comedy that I was like attracting people that people wanted to be with me. There you go.
3: Yeah. That I think that's <laughs> no, I think that's great advice. A hundred percent. Um, cause I think like, ugh, if I had have settled with any of the guys, like even two years ago, I like love myself so much more now. Yeah, and like yeah. I'm able to communicate better as well and would be a better person to date in that regard. Right.
2: Yeah, you because like because you put out, you're getting back. So
3: yeah, because and it's not even that when you don't love yourself or like be like, for an example, if you're like super insecure, you expect the other person to fill those insecurities and then mm-hmm. nobody else can do that. So
2: yeah. exactly.
3: Yeah. I need to watch that show.
2: Oh my god, bitch, <laughs> call show. me. It's I'll give I'll give you a don't I'll rate the seasons I'll call her a bit. <laughs> no, in bitch in a fun <laughs> way. In a drag queen way. Um, I love it. I love um, oh well, this is a very
3: personal one, so you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. But have you ever considered like threesomes
4: yeah oh, yeah mm-hmm. oh, really? yeah
2: we tried for a long time, yeah, and my one rule was like, I don't want to to have a threesome with a comic because then they're gonna like do an open mic about how they fucked <laughs> us, you know, mm-hmm. and like I'm not into that and but so we tried the apps and just weren't nobody was feeling it. nobody us. liked
1: us, they liked her, and then I'm just I'm there as well.
2: <laughs> <No>.
4: that's
1: tough. <laughs> yeah we went on one app we only talked to one lady and then just didn't go anywhere yeah. the only people we know are comics and mm. yeah we had a,
2: a we had a couple comics be like off oh, fuck you guys, yeah. guys and we were like i mean not anything against you but we're not trying to be yeah. a, like a this american life story in six years yeah,
3: yeah and you don't <laughs> want to see them around as well no 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 i wouldn't like that at all yeah. And if, was it only a lady you wouldn't consider doing like another lad
1: i don't i don't think i i don't you want? i that? don't
2: like men enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: neither of us like men enough i don't think she's pretty gay so it yeah, works out well yeah. for me
3: oh that's great okay yeah i guess yeah
2: better in every single possible way so mm-hmm. he's
3: all the man i can
4: handle <laughs> I so, that.
3: so that's still on the table maybe one day
2: yeah we'd love
3: to and what yeah, about but- sex clubs
2: Well, okay. So I did another podcast and they recommended us going, but this is right. But this is right before COVID. This was like the winter before COVID. So we never really did it.
1: I don't know. That seems weird. There's a lot of people. I don't want to see dicks flying everywhere. Nothing against them, but I don't want to, how's it work? I don't know how it works. It sounds scary.
3: (laughs) I I went to one just for research for the podcast. So Des got me in to one and like he his friend was going and the women get in for free if you send like a picture in lingerie or bikini and like I was like you know I'm not gonna do anything um but when you go in you're it's like a different world it's like all of a sudden that's normal so it didn't yeah. feel weird and there was no dicks around the place it actually was like until 12 before people started fucking and even then it was like in rooms, so you could kind of go oh. in and peep in like you're looking at a show you could kind of like there was one bed where there was like two couples fucking on it um but other than that, but this is more like of a classy one. It costs like two grand for the guys to go. So Oh shit!
1: So the ones we would go to would not be classy. Oh, <laughs> it would just yeah, it's be gonna a, be at some unfurnished like basement, of Brad. Exactly. It's gonna like be at small space in Bushwick, and
2: like there's just like a bag of Cheetos and like some white yeah, clothes. <laughs> it sounds
1: perfect. I don't want like people looking the- on me, fucking. It's very private. It's very private. <laughs> it's like Get the get bad. out of here. I'm the
2: exhibitionist. She's a freak. <laughs> you can wear a mask.
1: I wear a mask over my full body.
2: <laughs> you know,
3: there was that sex club in Queens in co- during COVID that got closed down. There was 80 people oh, banging yeah. in the fucking lockdown, in the midst can't of it all. I can't
1: stop banging. People <laughs> love to bang.
3: They love to bang. I'm
2: just interjecting. You can edit this out, but I saw your bikini pic on Instagram and you're looking top-notch, baby. Uh-oh. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I lost 60.
3: 60- well, firstly, what happened was all of the like all of my posts aren't bikini posts they're all jokes or like videos and so I think a lot of my followers come from like meme accounts um or I don't fucking know but like I haven't posted like a thirst trap and obviously I'm just going through some shit okay I wanted to post a (laughs) picture (laughs) I'm like missing people that aren't good for me so I took this photo and my friend was like, um, she actually just did the last episode, Serena, but she was like, oh, you should post this. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then she was like, no, you look great. Like, what is the word? Um, uh, You know, I love your body and all that shit. And yeah, and I'm always like, oh, I could be curvier. So she was like, oh, bodies are beautiful. Fucking post it. And I I bet you now, as soon as I post it, i lose followers. And I lost 60 followers that day. Now I ended up gaining them back, like, so it's fine. But I was wow. like... But it's just that I just think that people were like, we're not here for this. Fuck you, bitch. Wow, oh
1: you posted God. your titties and lost 60 followers. That but I don't sense.
3: post titties, you know, so that's not what my followers are there for. I think they were they, they like, you know, it could have been anything. It could have been just like, yeah, they're just like, I don't, yeah, I think it's just more because they're like, we're here for the jokes, not your tits. <laughs> Very strange. You know what?
1: It's
2: your fucking page and your fucking titties. You yeah. put- those goddamn tits
1: girl. Every day, okay.
3: <laughs> I don't want to be put in a box, okay? <laughs>
2: yes, thank you. Okay, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it's like, we're not just funny; we have nice tits. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. We're allowed to be like, look at, look at my stomach. And I put a funny thing with it. I was like, look at this scar. Get your moles checked. So fuck them if they didn't <laughs> think that was funny. Maybe I should have put it in like a little tweet box. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's very funny. But yeah, people were probably clearing out their their they're like you lose followers every day but usually it's only like five i was like 60 how are you fucking but now mm. i have the insights because i got to the to the 10 grand and uh, i mean uh, not 10 grand ten thousand, and i don't yeah. like it now i can see how many people unfollowed me in a month i'm like jesus
4: oh my <laughs> god
2: no i can't handle that kind of stuff that's up reading the comments for me i can't <laughs>
4: Do you see the cat? he's playing with the fish he's going insane <laughs> <laughs> so we'll okay. Freaks me out.
3: <laughs> the the last question, let me see if there was any more actually since I put up but the last one from this was do you like each other's friends? And then there actually is one more. Yeah, okay,
4: yeah. so
1: that's Yeah, we have most I we mean a lot of the same friends. She had friends that are aren't in comedy. Most of my friends are people in comedy, so we had all the same friends anyway. So we like um I've got friends from my like college or high school that I see once in a while but then she's got a whole another group of friends that i love so yeah, it's great right.
3: and then so uh, there was another question like how do you deal with the other person's annoying qualities and another <laughs> question here that says what do you do when you want to murder each other so that's kind of similar question yeah. very,
1: similar,
2: very similar and i have wanted to murder him and we both annoy the shit out of each other mm-hmm.
1: um i don't know i don't
2: know you just get used to it <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck that supposed to mean? What are you getting
1: used to? He's snoring and whatever, and just being an asshole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think like I'll explain to him why he's doing something that's annoying me. Like when we first in detail <laughs> when we first got in quarantine. My job was kind of like, man, we'll kind of be off for two weeks. It's fine. And then it's after they re- once they realize this is going to be like a year plus, we, I, I got really busy at work and he thought it was still like the beginning of quarantine. And so he was like chatting with me. And I was like, I was like, do you see that you're sitting here talking to me as I'm trying to do something? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, OK. You know, it's <laughs> like so just telling him why he's annoying me yeah. and calmly and uh, gently.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'll put up with anything. That, so that's cool.
2: No, that's not. That's not fucking
1: true. <laughs> I don't really know the answer. Yeah, things that annoy you, just kind of talk, talk it out and deal with it. and the
2: good co- the bad. Grind
1: each other down in time until those qualities are gone. Okay, that's great.
2: What, <laughs> what are you trying to change about me?
1: I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know what I'm doing.
2: Yeah, you know, we, you, the good outweighs the bad. So what are you going to do? Nobody's perfect. You get annoyed with your best friend or whoever mm-hmm. you love. You know, you just deal with it.
3: No, that's so true. Because sometimes I find like my friend will be dating someone and they'll be like, oh, he didn't do this, he didn't do this, he didn't do this. And I was like, you wouldn't have that expectation of me, though. Mm
1: -hmm. So why? Very nice.
3: Do you? expect so much from them so I think that's another problem as well with relationships we expect maybe a bit too much I don't expect enough I'm like
2: he made me mushrooms I love you
3: (laughs) (laughs) so I'm trying to work on that (laughs)
4: that's all right
2: you're like he made me come last Thursday so I'm sticking
4: it out you're
3: doing great no well actually because I'm so I just love sex so much because I came late to the party and not with having it I just was having bad sex but that I'll put up with a lot if the sex so if they're making me come a lot Whereas, like, I did date a nice guy who wasn't making me come, and I was like, You gotta go, pal. And it was a pity, Oh, so nice.
2: Yeah, you gotta come. You gotta come. I mean, Very that important. is really, even if you guys are going through issues, like sexually, it, you gotta figure out ways to make it, you know, you gotta work around it. You know? Yeah,
3: and I make myself come for most of the sex with all of the men. So that just shows how this was not working. Because- yeah, it's
1: kind of a, you know, we both have a hand in it a lot of times. But I'm there. <laughs> You. <laughs> yeah but
3: you gotta be providing like this guy was very bland and like robotic and like so i can make me come but i need you to just fucking adore me a little like i'd be like like my tits and he'd be like oh <laughs>
1: like, oh <my> <laughs> Tick licking. Tick <laughs> <tit> licking beginning.
3: <laughs> okay, this was great. Um, It has been an hour. You guys were amazing. And now I can't wait to be married. And I can't wait for you to have a baby. And I will babysit all the time. I love babies. Oh, we right. up on that,
1: we'll girl. Wait along. We'll have the son. And then when he's 18, you can marry him. All right. Oh,
3: thanks. Yeah, I'll be a cougar. <laughs> cougar? Yeah, yeah sure.
4: Sure.
1: My
3: okay. ex will be dead then, though. That's
4: great. It all works out. No, I'm hey. Not oh i think
1: you said your ex
3: He
1: <laughs> <No. laughs> like, i'm yeah, gonna... like
3: planning to kill him in the next 18 years
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll figure it out we'll
2: figure it out we'll somehow get you in our family
3: That's thank what you doing. yeah do you have brothers cousins anything
1: <laughs> oh, i've got a brother but i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend
3: it. <laughs> okay not him what's your instagram tell people where to find you
2: or at Court McGinnis on all social media, CourtneyMcGinnis.com, if you're nasty. And listen to my podcast, The Narcissistas. That's N-A-R-C-I-S-I-S-T-A-S-E-S. Yes! The gayest possible thing you could listen to. We talk about the pop culture, you'll love
1: it. I'm at KCJ Salengo on all platforms. I've got a podcast called The Good, the dad and the ugly, it's the straightest podcast. <laughs> no, it's not, it's pretty gay, too. Katie's been on it, you've been fantastic. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I
3: remember saying I thought a relative was hot.
1: <laughs> yes, you did. We get a lot of people saying that, actually. it's very, it's great.
3: Oh, I just thought of one question for Courtney before we leave. Can I ask you one question?
1: Oh my god, uh, I
3: would love it. So, Casey said you're pretty gay. Are you bisexual? Uh,
2: i mean i never put a label on it but i've
3: hooked up with with girls
2: and boys and why is it i like ladies
3: what was like the first time you hooked up with a lady was it because i just realized i don't think we've had a lot of people talk about hooking up with women and women on the podcast i need to actually ask like a lesbian to come on and talk about it especially for irish listeners because you know we're just a bit more scared to be open sometimes
2: yeah, sure. I mean, my family is uh, like Irish American, like Irish catholic So they're <laughs> I'm a, a an anomaly. What's it called? They're not anomaly. closed
1: off at all. Your dad talks about fucking all the time. I guess what that's are true.
2: About? I guess that's true. Uh, they're just uh, more repressed with their actual emotions. Mm, mm-hmm, they talk mm-hmm. about sex though. <laughs> um, I I think the first time you should definitely have a lesbian on because the first time I was to, the couple times I've done it, I it's always been like party girl girls gone wild type but uh I only masturbate to lesbian porn so I definitely it's definitely something I'm into um but yeah I mean every time I've been like drunk and it's been like fun like uh we're just like eating each other out and there's always been like a dude there usually and so I don't know Uh the question I, got, I got lost in my memory
3: <laughs> well basically just what was it like to to I guess eat a girl out. we call it lick out uh first time but you kind of answered it yeah.
2: um yeah it's awesome I don't know girls are just so much more sexy to me they're just like I love dudes but like Jesus Christ you know not they're not bringing much to the table uh, aesthetically what you
4: this is it's a nice shirt
2: know <laughs> you look great I mean you're the oh, sexy thanks. person alive but but, you know, girls are just better. They smell better. They're softer. They're, like, curvier. They're, you know, it's better. It's You know, I mean, that, I love sucking your dick, okay? But who wants to choke on a dick all the time? You doesn't can't It doesn't sound you know? great. It's like, way better to eat the licking girl out, you know?
1: Yeah, choke on a pussy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, that's great. That's great. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, Thank
3: yeah, Katie, you. you're the best. We, we love you so much. So happy to talk to you. Miss seeing you all the time. What a, what a life we're living. Jesus oh, Jesus.
4: I love you. I'll see you in the real world or in the new world. Uh, you. See you in the real Can't world. Bye. Thank you see so you much. Thank you.
3: you. Bye. Okay, so please follow Casey and Courtney. They're just hysterical. I think I had so much fun doing this episode. And also, like, looking at them, they're so cute and happy. Oh, I love it. And it's nice. It's nice to. Hear about a happy couple when you know it just seems like a bit uh dire out there, um, for dating right now, you know, especially like in COVID and then like with so many people, you know, dating people who have like commitment issues, etc., etc. So I'm so happy to have them on and like it, yeah, it makes me feel and I hope it makes you guys feel hopeful for love. But anyway, um, please, yeah, so please follow them, please, uh rate and review if you can that'd be great um someone wrote a great review there recently thank you so much we really appreciate that and um if you could screenshot it stick it on your story that would help loads as well um and uh, yeah just tell your friends uh, that would be great if you could spread the news about it that'd be amazing and other thing i want to say was one last thing I was, oh yeah jesus sorry again sign up to the patreon if you if you can have a great week and i'll talk to you next week